Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's just about 16 minutes away when we're going to give away $100. And while that might not sound like a ton, that person is going to be entered into a drawing to win a pick your prize of $10,000. So you could pick a trip to Disney World, a shopping spree at Rosedale, an ATV, a personal watercraft, some diamond stud earrings, some personal electronics, and all you got to do is use the app, register on the app. You don't even have to listen to us, but I highly encourage it. <laughs> uh, but register on the app. If we draw your name, you'll hear it, your name at 520 or I believe it's 820 in the morning. And then uh, next Tuesday, we'll have the big drawing. Next Tuesday. This is so exciting. Did we find out if it's on our show or not? I suppose if we haven't heard anything yet. We, I it's know. I, not. It's not going to be our show. I can't No, or it's buried it. deep in all the emails. No, there's no way. Yeah. They won't want us to do that. No, it belongs in the morning. It does. They need the help. They need no, the help. <laughs> <laughs> They're just better at that than we are, and everyone knows it. Yeah, including us. Yeah, and yeah. we're okay with and it. And you got to get to know it now, too, Rocco. So Rocco, we get stuck in awkward land. Yeah, we don't read a lot of promos or you know make a lot of announcements on this show. We should. None of us we're supposed to. Well. We're supposed to. Okay, I know. And that's your job. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, but I. But, but is we, it? Not I mean, really. You know, I think... Well, we're supposed to do a little bit. We're bad at it. No, we're Julia, great. That you got to reframe it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do it. We're lazy. No, that's you. That's <laughs> you. I. That, that's that, you more than me. Okay, but for sure, you're happy to go along with my lazy ways. I totally am so, so happy to go along with your lazy And let lazy. me be the front of the lazy truck. I really, that's you are right. good at that. Yeah. Well, so this is so funny. Well, not funny, but this is kind of a sign of the times. Um, NBC's The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon is going to bring back a live studio. That was last night. Oh, how'd it go? They had 58 people. Andy Cohen was one of the guests talking about the reality show. Okay, right, right, right. Telling the same story about Chloe. Um, He's really milking that he got to sit down with the Kardashians. But, I mean, he did talk to a lot of shows that we're for sure going to want to watch. Just the Swan Oh, real world. All the reality. He's doing a reality Survivor. show about reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what he told Jimmy Fallon. Okay. This was the nugget that he told Jimmy Fallon that was good. Um, and uh, I thought Jimmy actually, you know, he really had come into his own. I appreciate him more, but he does like a live audience. You know, yeah. it was fun to hear every. And I think he and Andy are real life friends. Yes. But Andy did tell him that. Um, people would never watch The Bachelor the same way again. Well, I think after this season, that's 
true, you know? true too. But he said the reason he thought it, he thought it was because when um, Ben and whoever he Ben Ben I think Who, it was M- Melissa was it Ben and Melissa can't remember their names. Okay. I recognize their faces when I see yeah. them, but they've been together for a long time. But they told about all the uh, ways that the producers manufacture how the women feel about each other, how they're in doing things behind the scene to make sure that these storylines are happening and the tension is real. They're whispering in their ear, so which you and I know from watching that show Unreal, Unreal on Lifetime. And then we saw it which happen. Which was from this, producers right, of uh, the, the Bachelor. The Bachelor. Right. And he said he was seemed to be shocked. Andy didn't know about it because... I think for a lot of Andy's stuff, you know, he's got a lot on his plate with everything happening in the Real Housewife right. world, and um, he was shocked he didn't know that, so he didn't oh. watch that show in real, or maybe hasn't followed a lot of okay. Bachelor about how each contestant has a producer in their ear. in their ear coming up and setting ideas and placing and uh, you know things think, in their yeah, path that will yeah. help their storyline right. and. All these kinds of things. So he he said, people will never look at it the same way again. And so, yeah, I thought it was good. He also said uh, he feels in doing a look back at the housewives because they looked at Housewives of Orange County. Oh, God. That was the OG. The for original two years. Yeah. You know, I never, before. ever, ever watched it. You were into that. I'm like, oh, Me and this, my friend Bridget. this is trash. That's why I liked it. I, Lori, I'm well aware. Yeah. But he <laughs> said what they figured out was that the the real housewives, that the spot that filled in reality TV was that it had a soap opera connection, like how we felt connected to what was going on with Pine Valley, uh, Pine Valley with Erica or Brooke or right. Whoever. Even though we're outrageous storylines, we still, we still were connected. And he kay. said, and in season two of the orange, uh, County Housewives, Gina Keogh was getting divorced on camera and she was like in her late 40s, early okay. 50s. It really struck a chord with the audience and people. It was very, and they were like, oh, people want to see the real stuff. Right. The relatable stuff. And so he said, that's where we kind of got, I got the idea that for uh, for Real Housewives, that its existence is reality show soap opera and people feel connected to yeah you do people on yeah. these shows whatever genre it might right, be exactly you do yeah so it was it was actually a good interview with uh andy all right you good know? he was on like five things today i know i'm yeah. i'm kind of like but i am interested. i do love his little ben though his little baby yeah. boy who's so darn cute Rocco, have you ever been to the Chateau Marmont? In I never LA? have. That... We we've been. Have you? Did you? Well, well the first, first time, time we went there, we had to ask <laughs> a hot guy where the hell was it. And we were basically standing in the in the parking lot. In, no, in in a corner parking lot because where it is on Sunset Boulevard, you can't figure out when you look at it from Sunset how, how to do get I in. get in there. You can't. How do I drive up this very incredibly steep? Street, right. That looks like it's only one way, right? Many things. Anyway, the Chateau Marmont. We did figure our figure it out, and we got in there. And Matt Dillon was there, and I got in trouble for taking out my cell phone. 
And we just thought, remember? Blah, blah, blah. But then we went back we again. We went back and sat outside and people yep. were smoking. I think Mary Kay, Everyone one smokes. of the Olsen girls were out there. Everybody smokes. Everybody smokes. They don't eat. No, they don't eat. Yeah. It's just all about smoking. Well, people, the, the former employees are asking celebrities to celebrate somewhere else. They want... The Chateau Marmont to get the worst performance in Hollywood. Is during this the because pandemic. did they fire their longtime employees or fight the union At the or something? Of the pandemic, they laid off everybody and they didn't bring back the old. They didn't leave them with any health insurance. It was the employees feel because they were a local 11 labor union, everyone that worked at the hotel, that it was a way to get rid of the union That's employees. That's happening here in the Twin Cities. It's happening at other mm-hmm. places, other hotels. It's really rotten. And um, and the owner is Andre Balathath. Not Bali. Whatever that guy's name, Balathath. Yeah, he goes by Bali by short. He dated Uma Thurman. Yep, he owns yep. other hotels. Remember him? Yeah. But he's got, there's lawsuits from former staffers there. And apparently, you know. And then they don't want him to go to the Beverly Hills Hotel either. Right. That's been under boycott for mm-hmm. quite a while because of the Sultan of Brunei. So where are they all going to go? You know, I don't know, but they. Who's the in- more. Now, Elton John, his Oscar party is. Where's I guess, that going to be? It's going to be streamed online, and Neil Patrick Harris is hosting it, and Dua Lipa's performing. I'd almost rather watch that than the actual Oscars. No. But, Julia, they're they're being so out of touch, I know. the Oscars, about I know. this. I, not even having a host with all these, uh, I don't know. It just seems weird. They just seem like how they're out of touch still. Yep. The Oscars are. I mean, that's a fair thing to say. And I don't think we're going to be able to go back to the Chateau Marmont, you know. Until, ever again. Ever again, because if they did that, then I don't care. That's okay. I saw, what did it we just watch? It was kind of dingy. It, it, expensive. What did oh. we just watch that was, um, that showed us a cool new, oh, I remember at the Grammys when, um, they had some local bars introduce, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's one in L.A. that we have not been to before. Where there was a performance. Y- yeah, the, we'll the up, cute bartender lady was talking yes. about it, and I thought, we don't know about that bar yet. No. Right, what? they had the Troubadour, maybe? No, we've been to the Troubadour. Bar. We've been to... Um, Whiskey? Uh, we've yeah. been to that. We've yeah. been to the main ones, but the this Viper was room. one. Yes. Um, yes, we've been there. The um, Rainbow Room, or not the Rainbow, but the Rainbow Bar, or whatever yes, that is up on Sunset. Um, I'll figure it out. We don't. Yeah. I'm not going to have it right now. Okay, um, we won't do it now. Thank you. But anyway, it, it sounds kind of fun, and I just want people to know the Demi Lovato thing drops. I I've never watched a show on YouTube except right. for the My Talk shows, okay, <laughs> which are, by the way, a huge hit. Are they? They're a huge hit. I would like forgiveness every day because I'm just not camera ready. And it's well, just the way it is. Like, these are like crappy cameras. We don't have a Kardashian <laughs> lens. We don't have a good filter. I mean, you know, these are like some, I mean, they're okay, but it they're not going to. Me too. It could be me. No, because no, I don't put like a, Vaseline on it. He's not Did you put on any makeup? And I, the Lumi filter. That's what I want. I love the Lumi filter. Why wouldn't everyone just do What's the Lumi? Lumi? Yeah. Oh, everything in Lumi? Yeah, right. L-U-M-I, Lumi right. filter, the Lumi eye drops, you know, Lumi, whoo, glow up. You know, All because right. the camera is unforgiving. 
really it is and especially at for it, me because Laura you're camera ready every day I'm I'm camera almost ready well, but anyway you know it doesn't coming. it does right it, oh, I, when I put a shirt on every day I'm like oh, I gotta look good on the camera today see well, Rocco I took a shower at no, lifetime Julie, and I forgot a brush no, no, so I couldn't wash my it's hair like early days of radio this pandemic this last year oh. it was it was the pandemic was happening who cared how you look but now we're coming out of it the vaccine is happening you're gonna have to start caring again i do and, care but just not every day but then every day we got to go through your wah 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 about my big <laughs> boobs and i didn't put it on any and the makeup. camera just i do not have that but big of boobs us, but it makes us look me look they like they gave I'm, us the loomy filter all right that's that's but that tomorrow up. we'll bring little little scarves to put but, over <laughs> just a sheer scarf just a if, sheer. and we'll pull it up every once in a while and say peak has anyone yeah. watched the youtube have you guys watched any of them yet no i you know what even when i worked for sun country and i would give interviews and i'd be on no, shows I and stuff that, right? i never wanted to watch myself i was like well i already experienced i already did it what i need to you know what i mean you're right i, I already experienced i did watch that. myself on the game shows Oh, well, I, Lori, did watch, only I drove because... to Hinkley to watch myself and to tell the truth because it wasn't on down That's here. Funny. I remember driving up to Hinkley to watch Vikings games because they weren't on down here. Yeah, sometimes you would. That would be the closest place that you right. could see something. Oh, right. And I made the bar. The bar. The, the bar was very funny, and it's not very crowded at a five o'clock in the afternoon. I left work at like four sales meeting, right. you know, in Hinkley, and I said, "Will you turn on, you know, the station so we can watch a game show? I'm going to be on there." He's like, "Get out of town!" <laughs> and so the six or seven people, hey, this young lady is going to be on the game. Oh no way, you know. So. Remember me and my friend Kelly, oh, who also Lori? had a sales job at yep. City Pages. Yes. She could say she had an appointment. We tore off out of downtown Minneapolis like a bat out of that. hell to get up to Hinkley. And they, then we watched it. We had one drink, maybe two. Right. They clapped. Oh my God, you were on TV. That was so fun. I might have signed a couple of, you know, autographs. Autographs. <laughs> sure, yeah. Did you give away I might have nipples? given away some nipples. Yeah. I probably had some, I'm sure. I know. In my bag. I know. Oh, so, you're so funny. Yeah. You're so funny. All right, so, oh, we are so overdue. Yeah. We're going right, to give away that $100 when we come back. Let's give it away. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Good afternoon. What What do you got? What kind of dirt do we got today? Oh, well, a little of this, a little of that. Now, before you guys went to break in the last segment, you were just touching on the Demi Lovato docuseries Dancing with the Devil. Just a reminder, that is on YouTube right now, so you can go over and watch that. It's a YouTube Not till 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah, not till tonight. I already tried. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, are you going to watch it tonight? Yes, I tried this morning to watch it, but it's not like Netflix. It, yeah. When it, it, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Perhaps it waited. It's waiting till seven p.m. tonight. Well, yeah. that's rude. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> but then again, we don't streaming. pay. It's yeah. not a streaming service. That is true, but mm-hmm. they kind of want to be a streaming yeah, service. Yeah, they do. They don't know what they are, I guess. They're just YouTube. Yeah. But what Demi Lovato has to say about this, uh, no spoiler alerts here, but she says you know, of her overdose in 2018, I don't think people realize how bad it actually oh, was. Oh, it just sounds like it was horrid. Okay, I, I uh, and maybe there are people who don't realize uh, this, but I will just say as a family member were. Um, there has been two overdoses. Both times uh, the overdose happened, every, it was everyone is freaking out. I, I think that people do realize overdoses right. are terrible every time, no matter what the circumstance is. I know she's just trying to get our attention, but oh, I don't right, know that overdoses. Right. Something well, that people take casually. I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you, Laurie. Mm-hmm. Well, I think probably perhaps that quote alluding to the public narrative Me, yeah, that she was putting out at the okay. time. Because there were a lot of things happening. It was obviously, it was very concerning. And it was you being know? managed. And You're was, right. They didn't yeah. want to let us know what was going on. Right. Because Yeah. yeah. So I think that, you know, obviously we, we've been talking okay. about the details of this. Some of the things that we'll get from the first two episodes of Dancing with the Devil tonight at 7 p.m. local time on YouTube. Uh, she's going to be talking about her strange relationship with her father, mm. enduring overwhelming control from her team, relapsing, and also the 28 18 overdose and the subsequent recovery from that uh her experience in the hospital so there's going to be a lot of co- uh ground to cover i may not watch this one someone else can watch all right it. I'm watching I, I, it. I don't know that i want to watch, watch it, it. triggering for me George. all right i'll watch it for uh, us yeah i mean not for me personally but, no, but just yeah, because I get it. of the your history topic of all of yeah. this i just don't know if i can deal with it well there's a lot of heavy stuff that's yeah. happening in this docuseries and she's getting really raw so you know and it, she's probably going to help people yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Being this honest yeah. about this kind of stuff happening in her life, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, if this is sensitive topics, then you know, perhaps to have a friend watch it, get the yeah. report of the report. Yeah, and we're there to yeah, provide. Yeah, we you. do that. We, we do. We, we do. We are the report. Like Hollywood, are you going to watch Q, the HBO documentary on that whole QAnon? You know, probably not. Yeah. Only because. Uh, you know, I've read reviews of it, and so I think that this documentary about QAnon is kind of laying the the base layer. If you don't have an understanding of what QAnon is, its origins, then perhaps it would be something definitely that would behoove people to watch, okay, to, to understand it. But at this point, you know, I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of read enough stuff about it, and. Uh, you know, going I like anything. Rocco, I've ever Rocco's, read. Rocco's, Rocco's watching, watching that it for us. So we're doing assignments. <laughs> we're really, we for really are. The reports. <laughs> it's so much easier to divide and conquer. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? This is what you do. Yeah. You go and listen to my talk. You mm-hmm. watch our YouTube channel. We give you reports of the report, right. so that if you don't want to watch it and spend four hours, mm-hmm. we're going to do the work for you. Uh, speaking of watching stuff, so we've got a little data report from Variety.com about. Which Oscar-nominated films were most watched over on Netflix? Mm. Nomadland. 
It's not on Netflix. Yes, it is. It's on Hulu. Oh, oh that's on Hulu. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. What are yeah, they? Well, okay. So it's kind of surprising because the trial of the Chicago 7 and Mank, those are the only Netflix films that were nominated for Best Picture this year. But actually, the movie that got some of the most traction on Netflix was Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, we hate, we haven't watched it because it just looks so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it looks th- horrible. I don't think anyone can give you the report of the report of Hillbilly Elegy on my talk. Well, my mom saw it. What, what did, did she, she say? Well, she thought it was good, but it was very, very depressing. And yeah. she did watch it in the middle of the pandemic. Maybe it made her feel better about everything that was going on because this story was more depressing. Like me <laughs> with my zombies. <laughs> You know, well, at least that's not happening. If you go darker, your life isn't as bad. Yeah, you know. Right. I mean, totally. I don't know. And I never read that book by J.D. No, either Vance. did I. And uh, when I, it's about the opioid yeah. crisis and pov- poor people. And oh, wow. Just, it sounded All right, depressing. well, that's interesting. So that's the one that got the most yeah. eyeballs. Yeah. And well, because of the actors, too. Well, the only Oscar nomination that Hillbilly Elegy got was for Glenn Close. She's nominated for Best Supporting Actress this year. And uh, people really didn't like the movie. And by people, I say critics. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I haven't talked to an actual real human being about the movie yeah. Hillbilly Elegy, so I can't really say. Well, I'm glad for Amy Adams' sake yes. that she didn't get oh. nominated because she's just she's getting right up there with Glenn Close and getting nominated and never winning. Right. But Glenn Close, with this nomination, now she's got to endure one more Oscar race. For sure she won't win. It'll be her eighth loss of an Oscar. Maybe she won't show up in person. Well, she, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she will for something to do and I wear right. something great. I'm bored. I don't want to sit on the couch and right. go to the Oscars. Why not? Well, that's they're making everyone show up in person. <laughs> they're, 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 you and know, really try. Look good. Look good. Right. All right. Thanks, Holly. Yeah. This is the study of duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal duh. skimmer, duh. Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. Everybody knows. That's how it goes. It is. It is. Everybody knows. Okay, this is from the Journal of Neuroscience. And I got to admit, been real behind on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. But this... Study yes, got my interest. Okay, tell me. Because I do feel like this is a duh, and I was really expecting to be, you know, get some kind of, you know, something I didn't know from the Journal of Neuroscience. Well, good. And so this is you, what the study is. All um, right. You know that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, we know that Bobby song, McFerrin. right? Don't worry. I, I got so sick of that song. Right. But Be that happy. song, the message of that song is was very accurate. Yes, it is. And psychologists at the University of Miami okay. have confirmed once again that the longer that uh, a person hangs on to negative emotion, the worse right. it is for your mental health and your mind and your happiness. I totally believe this, of course. So you have to let things go. Yeah, like, okay. So give me so, something. So, like, say say you, you know, you dropped your breakfast on that. You got something from, you know, Starbucks or at your house, but you dropped it, dropped it on the floor, got you had to change, you know, grumpy, bad right. morning. And then later that day, you know, a colleague 
or you run into somebody and you've not really, you're in a bad mood, but you've either let it go or you've let it continue. And so your next interaction will be kind of well, how you're okay. going to. Uh, yes, 100%. So if you are, you know, if you're polite, you know, the the people who just naturally, if you just let that go and, and you don't let yourself, it affect, right. uh, affect yeah. You're going to be happier. I feel. I like, agree with that 100. Like percent That's an this. easy. I feel like that's a very but easy do, one. But do you think that people, maybe people, have been uh, not doing that this year? I don't know that people can sometimes, Lori. Yeah. I think sometimes when something you got to hold the grudge. Sometimes he, I'm not good at that, but I know yeah. that some people can. Yeah. Um the, the the one way to think about it is the longer your brain holds on to a negative event or stimuli. So that's why I like something like yesterday, all the people that were witness to what happened oh. or the week before last in, in Atlanta, in Atlanta yep. witnessing that. I mean, that is something that you're going to like people need to see a therapist for because oh. that will be so in, yeah, I in mean, their brain. Yeah. They, so, so triggering, but yep. you just, uh, but something that just a negative thing that just happens. Right. And I feel like sometimes people have these conversations with, Maybe younger people who kind of can get worked up about stuff and really hang on to it. Yeah. Um, and is it the the more you hang on to it, the more unhappier you actually are making yourself feel? I yeah. And mm-hmm. anger hurts the person who's angry, not the one that you're angry yeah. at. Yeah. This uh, they said the the researcher said basically we found that the persistence of a person's brain and hanging on to that negative whatever it was that happened predicts more negative uh, emotional experiences and it will lessen your positive. So and that in turn it's predicts, bad all the way around. Yes, it's bad all the way around. And they looked at it by looking at uh, they theorized you know the old. Uh, Amygdala, or however you call that thing, Amygdala, Amygdala. I know what you're talking. Uh, you know what I'm talking. I have no idea. Rocco. Medulla oblongata. No, it's the M A G. Magali. Amy Gadala. Okay. okay. Uh, I think she was in Star Wars. Yeah, something like that. That plays a role. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's a like the best line. No, that's the Magdalenian or whatever on <laughs> no, Apple it's Plus. The Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Right. Uh, amygdala, a collection of cells near the base of the brain. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, that people who, uh, like, the, there can be something that's going on. They showed people positive and negative photos. And uh, people who have an amygdala that hangs on to negative stimulus for, oh, for right. more than a few seconds, these are the people that you might say, why can't you ever let anything go? So it and does you, have some yeah, meaning. I believe it. In, you know people like this who just get hung up and it's like a loop. A loop of just the bad things. And the more that you think about it, the more unhappier you are, which makes you think about it the more. But yep. they're saying that there are people, um, you know, that just that have what they call a amadigla persistence. And that it, would be really a bummer. Is, That'd be really a bummer to have a running loop of negativity. Well, they're looking at this okay. for developing, you know, for like how they can work with people who have depression or anxiety. Okay. Um, that specifically is very negativity right. thought focused. Okay. As as uh, the breakthrough. So that is the breakthrough. That's why I finished the whole article in the Journal of Neuroscience. Because <laughs> on the surface, it sounded like a duh. 
but underneath Great Promise. All right. And so this we're is hopeful. From, uh, this is so, from dictionary.com. Amygdala. No. Oh, here. Let, amygdala. Wait. Amygdala. Thank amygdala. you. Amygdala. 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 It's, no. Play one more time. Amygdala. It's got oh, two. Amygdala. Amygdala. It's got an extra well, course syllable. Latin. Amygdala. Latin. Isn't everything Latin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so wait a that's minute. it. That was it, so blunt. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe did people don't know that everything. Amygdala. Is Latin amygdala? Yeah. All amygdala. right. This is a different website. That one pronounces amygdala. Yes, they that one's syllable. different. Amygdala. Because they don't add in amygdala. amygdala. Yeah, I like amygdala. Yeah. Well, it makes a distinction. Yeah, it's know, kind of more from, fun. Amygdala. But the, yeah, so that's the Journal of Neuroscience. I'm glad I could bring I'm, that. I'm to really am glad. But uh, but it's a very true statement, and it shouldn't be washed under the bridge because it's a. It's so important when you run around with negativity. It's so gross. But but some you can't. Just no, I don't mean it. it like I don't that. mean it like it's so gross. But it just harms the person so much. Right, it's but so it unfortunate. takes time sometimes to figure that out. Yeah. Maybe people, someone is going to hear this right now, and it's going to like help somebody or whatever. But I know I've heard parents say to their young adults, or like maybe even high school. Why you're too negative all the time with your negative thinking? Parents will nag kids about this if they see that because they they're like they know that that's an it's uh it's no good can come of it right right all right so that's why people do you know get after their kids now if you are um, did you know that they call um, were you ever a yeller at your kids like oh. where you would yell yell at them. Yes, I yelled. Yes, because they okay. would try to get me to okay. yell. My kids would, their job was now I'm gonna ask Rocco a this. certain do, point. Okay. Do you ever mom to yell? At, but now you only have one kid. Right. So right there, your yelling don't. is cut in half. And I did on our ski trip and I felt bad. You I did. Oh, because you don't listening. do it. You're not a, you guys don't yell we at me. try him. not to. No. Yeah. No, it's not attractive. No, but you were, okay, Julia. This, I had moments. This is called the harsh parenting now in all oh, studies gosh. and everything. Okay, so. I didn't mean to lead you down a trap, but that's what it's called. This was in the Journal of Development okay. and Psychology. And so the the new parents are uh, on the right direction because someone probably told you yelling at, you know, maybe you remember getting yelled at, but right. yelling at kids Winds could wind up shrinking their brains. It really is bad <laughs> to frequently yell at your kids. Oh, 100% agreed. And parents who, who do that uh, could be doing more than just hurting their kids' feelings. According to one study, shouting at kids frequently can make their brain shrink during their teenage years. The one, the years when you're most likely right. to yell at right. them. But I don't, do you know, I mean, I'm talking about yelling at my kids one-off. I mean, I'm not talking about this being a regular thing. Um, but, but it is, you You do feel bad, Rocco, and then it, you're like, I'm mad at the behavior, I love you. You know, you follow it up with kind of that, right. like, I'm acting out about the behavior, right. not about you. Well, this is the first study that's ever been done trying to identify the links between harsh parenting practices children's anxiety and the anatomy of their brains and the only reason i bring you this study is that it uses uh, data from kids 
who've been monitored since they were born in 2000, 2001, or 2002. Oh, all right. By, um, it's, in, it's a Quebec, the uh, Statistical Quebec. Institute with a psychological... Right. So right. it's being done as part of the monitoring, and just they divided the kids into group, whether they had low or high harsh parenting experiences. <laughs> I hope my kids you don't qualify do me as that. As the low one. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, I did. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't. I know I wasn't. Yeah. But no, I mean, anyway. Yeah, they, they Again, the amygdala comes into play. No, amygdala. Um, no, you've already changed it. Uh, amygdala. 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 Sounds like uh, something. Amygdala. Amygdala. Anyway, that yeah, that there's something to do with that. So anyway, just maybe tone down the yelling. Everybody I don't think. Try. I think everybody I tries. Think that, yeah. that is a not welcome thing. My mom was a screamer and then threw the wooden spoon at us, and yeah. so we get two for Tuesday. Right. So every generation is getting um, better about because it's not right. Yeah. 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 You remember your parents yelling at you, or oh. making you eat everything on your plate, oh. and how dumb that was. It was so dumb. Yeah. It was so It was so, so dumb. dumb. And so most kids that had that happen to them, they said they'd never do that to their kids. 100%. Yeah. And that's... And, and, right. Yeah. So anyway, okay, well, there you go. Well, that was good stuff, Lori. I didn't feel like it was all so duh. Well... We learned a little in the duh process. Yes, we did. So thank, thank you very you. much. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Rocco, what did you learn today that other people might have missed? <laughs> How to pronounce amygdala. Mm-hmm. Amygdala. That's right. Amygdala. Amygdala. Um, what else? I, you know, it, it was fun. It's fun to, when, you know, you're in fake nipple stuff. They don't come up often, and then all of a sudden they just come up in spurts. I kept It kept coming up today. It was yeah. Very, oh, it's a good story. It yeah. Good. And it's what got it's us our radio show. Yeah, it is. It's totally why we're here. I mean, it'll be if there's a... You know, willing, everybody willing, the movie, you know. Yes. Will, will and then we've been turning down going, Reese Witherspoon and Blake, Blake yeah. Lively forever. That's when she'll finally get back to you. Yeah, going to Vegas is going to be a key beginning. That's how the movie begins. Right. Yeah, so um, anyway, but no one's responded. I mean, people are retweeting my uh, things to Reese about our book, Reese our amazing Blake book, mm-hmm. uh, The Ladies of the Secret Service. But Allison tweeted us, we were talking about Post Post Malone. Malone. He was, uh, he was, Matthew McConaughey McConaughey had a word, Texas Telethon. And Post Malone, who's on a cover role, having just done for Pokemon, I Only Want to Be With You, the Hootie cover. But he covers uh, Brad Paisley, I'm Going to Miss Her, the fishing song. And then he closed the, um, closed it with uh, Sergio Simpson, You Can Have the Crown. And we did post the uh, performance of the fishing song. On the Lori and Julia and show page. He, he just can sing anything. So he, he Allison can. tweets okay. us, My daughter saw Posty open for Bieber at Target Center. Oh, wow. No one seemed to know who he was. 
he was at his merch booth. Right. And invited them backstage oh. for pizza. Stop. They made a hard pass because they were f- afraid of his face tattoos. Oh, wow. That's, and then we got... That's so Minnesota, though, right. you know? But I mean, just like... I mean, talk about Bieber kind of... I don't know if Scooter Braun, you know, right. had discovered him, but they don't, they seem like an odd match. Like the, the Justin Bieber mm-hmm. people would have never heard of Post Malone. I, you know what I mean? Sure. And Post Malone had already played at First Avenue. Right. And, and he, anyway, that, we got another one. We got another picture after we were talking about Post Malone with our two friends, Ryan and Paul. Oh. And they said he was so nice. So nice. Yeah. I, we love him. I do. I'm worried about his smoking because he couldn't put down the cigarette the entire time he was playing the guitar. Yeah. And I just worry about the, you know, as a mother. Right, right. As a mother and a a friend from afar. Yeah. I I never worry about any. I know you don't worry. We still can't figure out. I want someone. This is a quest. Let Rocco answer if he's worried about Post Malone and his cigs. Do I worry about him and his... And, no. No. I worried I about he's... Aretha Franklin and her cigarettes and genius. She kept smoking. Everyone smoked. It was the 60s. I know it. Even the Damn. doctors would smoke probably if you smoked. went in for an appointment. My mom and dad, my mom, let us sit around the dinner table when I was, you know, in my teens. Mm-hmm. And she said, mm-hmm. I don't want you to burn down your room. Why don't you just come down here and we'd sit and have coffee after dinner and smoke. How civilized. It was very civilized. I mean, but I would no sooner let my kids, my kids were because yeah. grandpa smoked. Yeah. I said, if you touch one of those things, right. you're, you're dead to me. You my know? I, my dad busted my sister and I, because our friend Loretta D'Ambrosa got tired of stealing her dad's cools. Oh, yeah. And we took two of my dad's marbles. Oh, those are so hardcore. Well, That's believe like me. One of my stepdads. The fact that he was Winston's. counting them oh, is really unbelievable. Yep. But he found out maybe we we took him a few days and we would all fake smoke. We weren't even really, but it was something to do. We were in seventh grade and we were behind the shed. This is what we did. And my dad busted us. And the biggest thing was lying. And we got in more trouble for lying than anything. So we admitted that we did it. So he sat us down. He said, we're all going to have a cigarette together and you're going to smoke. And then we were just absolutely, it had the opposite effect. Of course, that. We were just like, no, we're not doing that with you. Right. You know. You can see that. Yeah, so anyway. You could totally see that. But not the open invitation. No. It was the 70s. I know. No, smoking was just. What was, listen, I mean, they didn't even know about all these terrible things. No, I things. know it. Okay, so we also posted The Real Housewives of New York, which is... Uh, the, a highlight clip of season whatever it is. Whatever it is, May May uh, 4th. But anyway, it's a lot of nudity. The people are nipple pasties, the Hollywood tape nipple pasties. Yes. I recognize some. Um, we, yeah, that. Luann's moved on to the exercise guy. Who hasn't? You oh, know. right, Garth. Yeah, but who hasn't yes. moved on? I mean, really? have you moved on to any exercise? I have guys? not. No, I would like you to get an exercise guy. My in your tennis, sight. my tennis pro is darling, but oh, he's twenty-seven. He and oh. um, Julia, no, 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 Julia. No, Moisturize I'm too old. Eyes before Moisturize. you see him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can pass as fifty instead of fifty-seven. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. but that is like so classic, right? Because right? I feel like on New York House, Ramona, several seasons she, ago, every time had a workout a person instructor. comes over, yeah. they're all over. She's batting her eyes. She's a yes. very good flirt, though. 
Ramona is. I gotta say, you know, she's a Karen, but she's a good, she's got her flirt game on. Anyway, what else do we know? Russell Crowe and Zac Efron are going to act together in Peter Farrelly's Vietnam War movie he's making for Apple. Now, Peter Farrelly, Rocco, how do we know that name? I feel like it's funny. Uh, wasn't the Farrelly brothers? Didn't yes. Did they do like, um, you they, know, something about Mary or something? Am yes, yes. So they are, uh, it's called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. It's based on a book, A True Story of Friendship Stronger Than War. And it tells the story, true story of Donahue, who I guess is Russell Crowe, who left New York in 67 for Vietnam to track down and share a few beers with his childhood friend's Serving in the army, and Bill Murray might have a role. Oh, Zach Efron, Russell Crowe plays tennis. Hmm, he he plays tennis. He does. Well, he's featured like he, all the time yeah. playing tennis. He doesn't look like he runs hard. No, Peter Farrelly. He went from all those kind of funny Dumb and Dumber movies to do. He did Green oh. Book. Yes. Oh, I loved right. Green Book. Remember how good that was? And he did one of my all-time favorite what? raunchy what? movies. Kingpin. Oh, I love with Kingpin. Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's the best. Rocco, movie. have you never yeah, seen I've it? I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh my god, that, we watched it with our kids, kids at the oh, cabin, and I was like, "Oh, oh my word, that, that movie is naughty. It's beyond. Beyond no, we did not know. You are kids are learning things they shouldn't be learning. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's, that's seventeen. A, does that still hold up? Yes. No, but it's seventeen still or sixteen. Oh, the cut off. That's All it. Right, we got to go. All right, have a good night, everyone. Job done. Off you go.